Hallelujah. Blessed be the name of the Lord. Let's open a passage of scripture from John chapter 21, 15 to 18 to us. Gospel of John chapter 21, 15 to 18 to us. So when they had eaten breakfast, Jesus said to Simon Peter, Simon, son of Jonah, do you love me more than these? He said to him, Yes, Lord, you know that I love you. He said to him, Feed my lambs. He said to him again a second time, Simon, son of Jonah, do you love me? He said to him, Yes, Lord, you know that I love you. He said to him, Tend my sheep. Then he said to him the third time, Simon, son of Jonah, do you love me? Peter was grieved because he said to him the third time, Do you love me? And he said to him, Lord, you know all things. You know that I love you? Jesus said to him, Feed my sheep. Most assuredly, I say to you, When you were younger, you girded yourself and walked where you wished. But when you are old, you will stretch out your hands, and another will gird you and carry you where you do not wish. Hallelujah. Blessed be the name of the Lord. I'm taking this passage of scripture because the prophets in this country, the prophets outside the country, are prophesying a revival that is going to come into the land of India. How many of you believe that? Hallelujah. Glory to God. The prophets have prophesied that after two moves that has happened in India in the last decades, there was two major moves that happened. They are prophesying that there is a third move of God that is going to come upon the nation of India. How many of you will believe that? And how many of you will say, Are you and I want to be a part of that move of God? If you believe that, put your hands together. and many men of God in the city of Kerala most of God's servants were praying together and a prophet who's not knowing that they were ministering and they were praying called from Canada and he specifically said there is a pastor sitting here whose church is on the way to Alapi whose church is built near the waters tell him revival is going to come to that church oh somebody He's asking again and again. He's asking Peter, do you 
love me. Not only to Peter, all those who are sitting here, the Lord is asking today, again and again, do you love me? Hallelujah. Who is he asking? He's asking Apostle Peter. We call Saint Peter. In Malayalam, there is a proverb which says, Pope in a Kurwane don't teach the Pope to, to don't teach the Pope to uh, 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 to do how to do a mass. Don't teach him. Just imagine who is he asking? Peter, the first apostle. Who was Peter? Peter was the one who left everything and followed Jesus. Look at the significance of the question. If God would ask some normal person. You know, who have not committed their life to Jesus, we can understand. One who has committed their lives, one who walked with Jesus for three and a half years, seeing signs, miracles and wonders, who have left everything. God is asking that Peter, do you love Jesus? Who is he? He was the man who was the special three of Jesus, who went into the house where the girl was dead and raised her from the dead. When Jesus would raise her, John and James he was one of the special three who had the opportunity to see Jesus doing miracles especially raising people from the dead who was Peter he was the one among the three who had the opportunity to see Jesus uh, uh, transfigured in, on the mount where Jesus' clothes shone God is asking Jesus is asking this Peter do you love me? There is a significance chosen by God, set apart by God, seen every mighty move of God. God is asking this Peter who saw Jesus Christ in the Garden of Gethsemane, which is called the Mini Calvary, where Jesus would sweat his blood and pray, Lord, if it is possible, take this cup away from me, but not my will, but yours be done. He is laying his life at the feet of God, and he's falling down in tears, and the sweat was blowing like blood, and this Jesus is asking, Peter, do you love me? Asking to whom? Simon, son of Jonah. Do you love me more than this? Hallelujah. We should know who Peter is standing before. He's standing before this Jesus. And the answer of this question is very serious to our lives too. It's a serious question. Do you love me more than this? The answer to this question will reveal your eternity. answer to this question it's a serious question if a friend would ask you could evade the question or you could act that you are deaf Amen. sometimes talks like this that few people in the congregation acts they are deaf not about you huh? but but just imagine if a judge would ask do you love me more than these we know it's a serious question it's a judge here it is neither the friend or the judge. Here is this question asked by the one who created the heavens and the earth. The one who formed you and one who took you into his hands and formed in his image and likeness. The one
from, hallelujah, this junction of our life, hallelujah, as we step forward into eternity, this junction of this church, this junction of your life, you have to answer this question with a serious heart. We cannot go from here without answering this question. It will reveal our eternity. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Sometimes what has happened is we have become in Malayalam we call say Tarambiche Christiani. Hallelujah. Christians who have heard word after word after word, Fridays and Wednesdays and Sundays and WhatsApps and Facebooks and uh, YouTubes and God TVs and I mean the head has become uh, like this convent road. Hallelujah. And the heart has become like Anjana. <laughs> Hallelujah. We have so used to the word of God that we don't feel excited. Jesus asking us, do you love me? I'm here. I thought you would all be excited. The way that you are sitting, it's as, oh, it's a question I never wanted to hear. Come on somebody. Is it because of the heat? Is it because of the seriousness of my face? Or is it because of the Holy Spirit pinpointing in your heart and suddenly, oh my God. Come on somebody this morning. Do you love me? Jesus is asking more than these. Before you leave this place, ask the Holy Spirit to make you, hallelujah, increase in God's love. Make you increase in God's love. And make you, hallelujah, a man and a woman who will love you more than anything else in this whole wide world. May the Spirit of the living God help us this evening, hallelujah, to give us a positive, to give us a faith answer to Jesus Almighty God. Simon Peter, do you love me more than these? Hallelujah. Amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Some of you say, Pastor, do you not know that I came 25 years back? Are you asking me? Don't you know that I ministered for the Lord? You're asking me. Yes, brother. God is asking a Peter who walked with Jesus three and a half years, who did miracle signs and wonders, who was with Jesus in everything. If God would ask that Peter, do you love me? That same Jesus, I don't know how many years since you have come to the Lord, how many ministries that you have done, how many things that you have done for the Lord, doesn't matter. He's asking you, do you love me more than these? Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. The most number of questions in the Bible asking to Jesus was asked by Peter. Almost seven times. First question he asked was in Matthew 19, 27. He said, can you read Matthew 19 and the 27th verse? First question. Most number of questions in the Bible ever asked to Jesus on a single, you know, moment was Peter. About seven questions. Then Peter answered and said to him, See, we have left all and followed you. Therefore, what shall we have? Yeah, we have left all and followed you. Peter is saying, what will we have? We left our traditions, our wrong belief systems, our family, our children, our friends to follow you. What will we receive, Lord? 
We have lived even our graveyard. <laughs> what will we receive, Lord? Peter is asking Jesus. Thank God, people of God who have really left from the heart everything to follow Jesus. Follow the words of doing it. It's processing. Hallelujah. You are processed to do that. That is the key. My love for the Lord today is more than what I have yesterday. Oh, come on. Let me tell you something. In a relationship, I have found in my married life, I've loved deeply with all my heart and soul and strength before Almighty God. I can tell you I love her more than, more today than I first married in 2009. She will also say the same thing. I don't know, but I hope so. In the same way, in the same way, when you come closer to Jesus, every single day, your love for the Lord, seeing His goodness, seeing His mercy, seeing the way He took care of you, seeing the way in mistakes and in, hallelujah, in, in troubled times and in, in sick moments, and in dangerous moments, and in, in traps and in, in, in good days and in bad days and average days, every single day, He was the only one who stood at my right hand, hallelujah. How many of you are happy that you have given your life to such a Jesus? Many people to be saved. There's a speed on the way the grace is moving to bring us 
said, oh, Hallelujah. I will take care of it. His things I will take care. The way I took care of you, I will take care. It's okay. Amen. Look at two people and say, it's okay. Amen. Till you heard this word, it was not okay. Now it's okay. It's okay. Only few people said, Parpula, not a headache, Parpula, no one. It's okay, it's okay. It's okay. His, his thing is okay. No problem. The Lord is in charge. It's okay. Amen. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. The most encouraging word I've been meditating this in the last one month. It's okay. Praise the Lord. Today also, I was getting irritated with few people in prayer. I feel like punching them in prayer. I said, oh God, forgive me for And God said, it's okay. They take care of this. They said, Lord, the table is right in front. Why are they not eating? The anointing is right there. The calling is right there. The everything is oh. It's okay. It's okay. Hallelujah. Your questions will be, why are my prayers delaying? Why are my breakthrough not coming? Why is my marriage not happening? Why are our children like this? Why is after praying so much that my body is not healed? Why is there not a good house for me? Why is there not a promotion at work? Why is this my ministry not being revealed? I mean, we have so many questions. But if you give answer to this one question, all the other questions, God will answer. Come on, somebody. Hallelujah. If you will give a correct question, answer to this question, you will join in the Somebody wants to catch it, you can catch it. He said, God is releasing people. 
But before that, I want you to know that why did Jesus write this 21st chapter of John in the Bible? It is the last chapter. Why did he write it? If you read John chapter 20 and the last verse, or verse 3, it says, All these things were written that you might believe in Christ, in the Son of God, and by believing that you will have life. So, here is John going to close with the scripture. In John chapter 20 and the 33rd verse, he was going to close John, and suddenly the Spirit of God says, Wait, John, there is one more chapter. Hallelujah. Jesus added one more chapter for you and for me. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. If there was not uh, additional hallelujah chapter, our life would have somewhere hallelujah closed in 20. Peter, after 21st chapter, only you will see Peter preaching on the day of Pentecost before 3,000 people preaching in the anointing and the spirit and the fire of God. It was after the 21st chapter. So there was something that Jesus did in the 21st chapter. He will do it for us too. What happened in the 21st chapter? You will see the same Peter who was preaching before people would say, he is the one who ran from Jesus. He is the one who denied Jesus. He is the one who cursed himself and said, I don't know Jesus. He is the one, hallelujah, who saw Jesus being denied before a normal, ordinary maid. This is that Peter. What would have today's Google or media would have done if they would have got this news? Isn't it amazing? Today's news room is all about putting people down. If somebody falls, it goes, especially a believer falls. It is a news. Praise the Lord. Amen. Hallelujah. So just imagine. Peter fell, the entire Google, the entire Facebook would have pointed to people and said, look at Peter's failures, look at his fallings. That is man's interest today, to share about other people's fallings. Let that interest lead this church and our lives in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. We should not open the newspaper in the morning to find what is Mr. Aiden. How did, what happened to Mr. C? I mean, the entire population has become that. They are projecting, they are focusing, they've been pointing, and they are spreading people's mistakes. As a pastor, if I were to do that about you, gone for you. <laughs> Hallelujah. But I will not. But I have to give accountable to God. We should not, that's not the DNA of this church. We should not spread rumors or good, or maybe the reality. We should not spread it. We should cover it. Every person who is backslidden from the church, you know why they can come back? Because they're covered so well. Anytime they can come and nobody will ask any question. Praise the Lord. Because Pastor Jacob has said they've gone for missionary work. 
chapter, if it would have finished, it would have been with the denials of Peter. It would have been with the backsliding of Peter. And that is what the world wants to do. But look at my Jesus. He said, I am not going to spread that rumor. I am going to reach out to this man. And I am going to bring close to me. Jesus said, I am going to reach out to him in mercy. For I am gracious and compassionate. Slow to anger and abounding in love. I am not going to expose him, but I am going to receive him. I am not going to cast him away, but I am going to lift him up. Peter, I pray for you. Then your feet shall not
He's making breakfast. And the, the fire is burning. The stone is hot. And suddenly, again, Peter reminded, it was one of those days near the fire that I denied my Jesus. I denied my Jesus before people in the fire. My Jesus did not deny me. Come on, somebody. Peter denied Hallelujah, Jesus in the public. Let me tell you. Confessing Jesus is not coming on a Sunday here. Confessing Jesus is going to your mundane lives, your, your functions and your parties and your clubs and, and, and your people and your cousins and your brother-in-laws. And when you have the guts to lift up the name of Jesus, only then, only then you truly love him. Peter did not do it. He did not confess him. He did not say anything. He just kept silent when everybody was denying him. Praise the Lord. Your silence. When people put down men of God, you laugh. Your silence. Today a generation is rising where they lost the fear of God. They speak anything against the anointed servants of God. And that is passing through the generation. And the fear of God is lost. You're denying the Lord. You're denying the anointing. Not a man, not a woman. It is anointing. Peter denied. But when Jesus, oh, I love Jesus. This is why I follow Jesus. In the same fire burning, Jesus did not deny him. He accepted him. Hallelujah. He accepted it this morning. This is the news for somebody. You have denied the Bible. You have denied Jesus. You have denied the word. You have denied, hallelujah, the anointing. But let me tell you, here is a Jesus at the breakfast, not sharp. If it was in the police, they said six months suspension. Suspension. My Jesus did not suspect you. He did not fire you. He said, come to me. Are you asking every time that you're making a decision 
Lord Jesus, is it from the word of God? Not what you feel. I don't care that. Is it there in the word? What does the word say? Is the word says, don't come on a Sunday. Is the word says, or which holiday to take? Some of my best holidays when I listened to the Lord and went. Which girl to marry? Thank God I listened to him. It's not a brownie point. The reality, I tell people. Which business to start? Thank God. Before going to do anything, thank God. Big things or small things, you ask the Lord, you trust Him and say, Lord, whatever you say, it's an evidence that He is, hallelujah, praise God, our truest friend. You know our problem is, we tell our closest friends what to do. We ask them, but never ask the Lord. That's why our life sometimes is like this. Does it even matter you ask me? Have you asked the Lord what is the right thing to do? Come on, somebody. Have you asked in prayer? Have you asked in fasting? When you have to make the most important decisions. Some of the strongest people sitting in this house, some of the miracles sitting in this house is a result of making a decision before they ask the Lord. Come on, somebody. Hallelujah. In the worst moments, in the worst hours, when they would have quit and gone, they took few minutes, few days in the presence and asked, Lord, what would you do? And then, when they responded to the Lord, immediate miracles. How many of you are here this morning that you said, Lord, I thank you that I chose the Lord? Amen. Number two, the lack of time. John chapter 21 and the 15th verse. So when they had eaten breakfast, Jesus said to Simon Peter, Simon, son of Jonah, do you love me more than these? He said to him, Yes, Lord, you know that I love you. He said to him, Feed my lambs. Feed my lambs. Take responsibility. Don't come to church. Third move of God. Say Amen, Amen, and you go your way and leave all the work to me. That is not the third move. That is your move. The third move is when there are no spectators. Every person sitting in this church is supposed to do a ministry for the Lord. Yeah. Come on, somebody. Feed my lambs. Whether to put a chair, whether to bring somebody on the roadside to the church, whether to go to your office and speak somebody about the love of God, do something. Go to the intercession ministry and intercede. Go to the cell groups. Bring a friend of yours. Hallelujah. And, and, and give the word of God. Do something. Feed my lambs. Take the responsibility. What they do, amen. Now, four amens. Now we have one and a half amens. Nobody wants to do. If I would have said, do business for the Lord. A million dollar, everybody. Where are your clappings? Where are your tongues? Where is your smile? Where is your excitement? Feed my lambs. Hallelujah. Ministry should be done. 
Hallelujah. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Other day, before I was coming here, Pastor prophesied and said, Jacob, the days are coming not like one or two baptism. I'm seeing you baptizing people in a different magnitude altogether. In Bangalore City, he specified in the city of Bangalore, the days are coming. Simon, son of Jonah, do you love me? Peter was grieved because he said to him the third time. That's enough. He was grieved. Repentance is this. When you are grieved inside. When you know that I have fallen short, I have hurt the Lord so badly. I'm so sorry, Lord. That is repentance. Such a good God. And why did I do this? Why did I go after my wife? I'm sorry, Lord. I've heard the Spirit. I'm sorry. That's genuine repentance. Amen. Not the godliness that we saw outside on Sunday. But when you come here, a broken heart, you think me, Hrudaya Thora. Oh. Nirmalamai, Hrudaya Thora. Yes. Hallelujah. Amen. have noticed in my life and ministry, only Lord and only Lord can know a genuine heart. Only Lord. Amen. Only Lord. Even the closest people to me, I won't know it. Only Lord. I don't know. I will only take care of my heart. I don't want to judge anyone. Only Lord knows. Outside, in and out. But if you say my heart is not upright, no good thing will he be told whose walk is upright. Come under God's grace. And your heart will become upright. Nobody can come under the grace of God and live crookedly. Grace makes a heart upright. Oh, come on, son. Not about justifying what I have done and nothing. Say, Lord, I'm sorry. Finish it. Other day I told somebody, struggling and struggling and struggling and struggling and struggling. And I said, Who are you trying to prove? They say, Sorry, get up and go. People years of justifying for what they have done, justifying and not finding an answer. I said, What is the reason? Just tell the Lord, I'm sorry, I want to be restored. Get up, go, move forward. That's all. Hallelujah. Fourth thing, John chapter 21 18, the evidence that we love the Lord. Most assuredly, I say to you, when you were younger, you girded yourself and walked where you wished. But when you will stretch out your hands and another will gird you and carry you where you do not wish. Amen. It was telling about the death Peter was going to die. Peter was crucified. He had to give his life to the Lord for lifting up Jesus. He so loved the Lord. He said, don't crucify me like Jesus. Crucify me, hung, hung me upside down. He was crucified upside down for the Lord. He said, when you were young, you did all the things. Now I tell you what you should do for me. How many of you will take a risk for the Lord? Amen. Praise the Lord. Amen. People who love Jesus will always take a risk. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. Praise the Lord. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Hallelujah. This to glorify the Lord. Other day when pastor said there's a meeting there, you know, for the leadership to pastor pray. I mean, we all went there. And the moment I reached there, I understood my my son has to get an admission and he's standing next to the school and the principal is saying, I will not give you an admission till his father comes. If there is no father, no admission. 
I prayed and prayed and prayed and prayed to get this admission in the last point. And I was so broken. What will I do from Kochi? How will I reach Bangalore? I said, Lord, once thing I told the Lord and I cried before him. I said, Lord, I have come here to keep you first in my life. I don't want my son to hear from anyone that he lost his admission because his father chose to follow Jesus. Immediately I felt the peace of God. The same principle. The same principle who told the king, I will not give you confidence and immediately his face changed, his tone changed. He said, oh, his father, I know him. I met him before. This is not applicable to you. Chapter 21 and the 22nd verse. 
Jesus said to him, If I will that he remain till I come, what is it done to you? You follow me. Jesus was telling about Peter's relationship with John before Jesus comes. You cannot say, I have a great relationship with God, but this people and all I don't need. Anybody who loves Jesus will love people too. You will keep your relationship. You cannot say, I'm a big leader, I'm, I'm a big relationship with God, and if not compassionate to the needs of the people, to the needs of your spouse, to the needs of your parents, in humility, in love, young men, all the young men sitting here, clothe yourself with humility, go down deep. Humility is when you have a right to say something and you keep quiet. That's humility. You can target somebody and you choose not to. Humility. You can tell somebody that they made a mistake and you choose to keep quiet. Humility. You need that. Come on, somebody. Speak about relationship. Some people are so. I, 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 I wanted to pray when Anju gave on forgiveness. I want to tell you something. Before I came in the morning, I sensed a lot of bitterness, anger, murder. Some people are murderers inside. And I felt it in prayer. I was battling with it. From 2 o'clock in the morning, I was battling with it. This is what I tell you. Unforgiveness is like drinking poison and expecting the other person to die. I think that's enough. Unforgiveness is like you drinking poison and expect the other person to die. It's not going to happen. You are going to die. Forgive as Jesus forgave you. Forgiveness is the same coin with two parts. Receive forgiveness, give forgiveness. It happens, it is, it, it is two parts of the same coin. Are you with me, church? Make you understand, there were two people, you know, in the olden days, they used to, there was the ministering of washing of the saints, especially during Easter. I think in those days, there was, they used to wash the feet of the saints. It, it happened so that uh, John and Jill were, were big enemies, big enemies. It happened so that particular day, John and Jill were sitting together and they ended up washing each other's feet. So the pastor said, John, wash the feet of Jill. And Jill put this full, full leg, you know, like a prince, allowing John to wash his feet. John thought, I will make him do the same thing. Washed his feet and the pastor said, No, it's your turn. And let him go and wash at this house. <laughs> Some people are like that. Some people, this poison of unforgiveness so much. Whatever you do, you cannot pacify them. It's a spirit of offense, bitterness, rage, anger. You know what is anger? Anger is something that you come today and leave tomorrow. But rage is something that keeps sitting inside and looking for an opportunity to hit him on that place that hurts him. I rebuke those kind of bondages to leave our lives this morning in the name of Jesus. Root of bitterness, of offense, of rage, of murders, of anger. Hallelujah. Right now, come on somebody. Leave our hearts, leave our minds, leave our thoughts, leave our bloodline, leave our generations in the name of 
Jesus. Yes. 